0: A single soul. Up and in and you. God is good all the time, all the time, God is good. Welcome to Living Life. For two days, we have seen Samson, the last judge mentioned in the book of Judges. Though he was very creative and energetic, he was impulsive, ruthless, and tremendously self-centered. For his own satisfaction and pleasure, he broke the Nazareth rules, such as drinking strong drinks, touching dead bodies, and so on. By marrying Philistine women, he broke God's heart and his parents' heart. He has lived for his physical pleasure, although he was appointed by God as a judge, as a leader of Israel. Almost 99% of his life so far, we have seen his mistakes and shortcomings. However, the book of Hebrews in the New Testament describes Samson as one of the spiritual heroes, uh, along with David, Samuel, and other prophets. Can you believe this? We know David, we know Samuel, They are real spiritual heroes. They are men of God, but Samson is one of them. Today we will see why God called him as a spiritual hero and the man of God. Let's read the passage for today and find out why.
1: Judges, chapter 15, verses 14 through 20. As he approached Lehi, the Philistines came toward him shouting. The Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him. The ropes on his arms became like charred flax, and the bindings dropped from his hands. Finding a fresh jawbone of a donkey, he grabbed it and struck down a thousand men. Then Samson said, With a donkey's jawbone I have made donkeys of them. With a donkey's jawbone, I have killed a thousand men. When he finished speaking, he threw away the jawbone, and the place was called Ramath-Lehi. Because he was very thirsty, he cried out to the Lord, You have given your servant this great victory. Must I now die of thirst and fall into the hands of the uncircumcised? Then God opened up the hollow place in Lehi, and water came out of it. When Samson drank, his strength returned and he revived. So the spring was called en Hakore, and it is still there in Lehi. Samson led Israel for 20 years in the days of the Philistines.
0: Welcome back to Living Life. Is Samson really a spiritual hero, despite of all his mistakes? I'll give you three points on this. First, by God's grace, the Holy Spirit empowered him. Second, by God's grace, he cried out to God. Third, by God's grace, the Holy Spirit indwells in us. Okay, let's get started with verse 14. As he approached Lehi, the Philistines came toward him shouting. The Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him. The ropes on his arms became like a, a church, flax, and the bindings dropped from his hands. Yesterday we saw that Samson killed Philistines in Timnah and was hiding in a cave in Etam, the territory of Judah. Philistines came to people of Judah and said that if they release Samson, uh, none of people of Judah will be harmed. So the people of Judah bound Samson's hand with a rope and took him to the Philistines' camp in Lehi. When Philistine saw Samson bound by a rope and delivered to them by the people of Judah, they were shouting triumphantly. They must have said, now Samson is ours and we will get rid of him. But all of a sudden, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon Samson and he just torn the rope on his arms apart. This is the fourth and the last time the Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him. What does that mean? Despite of all his disobedience and sins, God did not give up on Samson. God still poured out his spirit on Samson. God still loved him and fulfilled his promise to him. Are we not like Samson? We always stumble, we always fail, and we always sin. But God does not give up on us. His love never fails and his love never ends. Let's continue to read verses 15 and 16. Finding a fresh jawbone of a donkey, he grabbed it and struck down a thousand men. Then Samson said, With a donkey's jawbone, I have made donkeys of them. With a donkey's jawbone, I have killed a thousand men. When the Holy Spirit came upon Samson, not only the rope on his arms was torn apart, he grabbed a jawbone Uh, The Bible says that it was a fresh jawbone. By emphasizing a fresh, the Bible wants to tell us two things. First, a fresh jawbone cannot be used as a weapon because it is not dry. Imagine a fresh jawbone with very slimy blood and water. How can you grab it and kill somebody? This tells that it was not by the power of Samson or by his fighting skill he killed a thousand Philistines. It was by power of the Holy Spirit, Samson was able to kill a thousand Philistines. Second, a fresh job means that it came from a dead animal, which means Samson touched the dead body again and broke God's commandment. But despite of Samson's sin, God has poured out His Spirit on Samson and used him mightily. It shows the abundant grace of our God. Yes, by God's grace, the Holy Spirit came upon Samson. By God's grace, Samson was used by God, and by God's grace, Samson became one of the spiritual heroes, along with David and Sam- Samuel. Let's continue to read verses 17 and 18. When he finished speaking, he threw away the jawbone, and the place was called Ramath Lehi. Because he was very thirsty, he cried out to the Lord, "You have given your servant this great victory. Must I now die of thirst and fall into the hands of the uncircumcised?" When he killed 1,000 Philistines with a single jawbone, he called that place Ramath Lehi. Ramath means hillside, and Lehi means jawbone. jawbone hillside. After having a huge victory, Samson was so exhausted and thirsty. And the Bible tells us the first time that he cried out to the Lord. Samson prayed to God. It is not the punishment that brings the sinners back to God. No, it is the, the unconditional and unending love that brings sinners back to Jesus Christ. Look. God has chosen him and called him as a leader. But Samson did not did not care. He kept on sinning. God didn't say to Samson, it's enough. I will punish you. And by the way, you deserve it. No, God has been pouring out the Holy Spirit again and again, four times total. And simultaneously, God has been giving him little troubles here and there. And he was waiting for Samson. Now, voila. Samson started praying to God and acknowledging that he was God's servant. Yes, through God's abundant grace and His unconditional and never-ending love, you and I cry out to God in our troubles and acknowledge that we belong to God. Lastly, uh, by God's grace, we are indwelled by the Holy Spirit. Let's read verse 19. Then God opened up the hollow place in Lehi, and water came out of it. When Samson drank, his strength returned, and he revived. So the spring was called An-Hakor, and it is still there in Lehi. When uh, Samson prayed to God, God opened up the hollow place. Here the hollow place means rock. God opened the rock and the water gushed out from the rock and Samson drank it. So so far, we have built our negative opinions regarding Samson. He was impulsive, ruthless, and very selfish. But we have to understand his circumstances. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit was poured out, but he never indwelled in people. The Holy Spirit came and left when people sinned. That's why David cried out, Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. When people sinned, God took the Holy Spirit away from people. Therefore, it was harder for people in the Old Testament to live constantly according to the will of God because they didn't have indwelling of the Holy Spirit. But look what happened. When Samson prayed to God, the rocks split open and water came out. Same thing happened to us, or even greater things happened to us through Jesus Christ. Let's read verses 37 Through 39, on the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this, he meant the spirit whom those who believe in him were later to receive. John 7, 37-37 says if we pray to God like Samson, God will give us water. Which water? Rivers of living water. The abundant amount of water, never-ending water. It is for free because Jesus Christ, our rock, was heated and the water came out from him. And the Apostle John tells us that this never-ending rivers of living water is the Holy Spirit. If we trust Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, God will pour out the Holy Spirit on us and the Holy Spirit never ever will leave us. He will dwell in us forever and ever because it is never-ending rivers of living water. How great it, uh, is it that we have Jesus Christ? Through His sacrifice, we, if we believe in, in, in Him, the Holy Spirit dwells in us Forever and ever. Praise God. Let me ask you a few questions. When is the last time that you experience God's unconditional and never ending love? The Holy Spirit who dwells in us will never ever leave us. How encouraging! Is this fact in your life right now? Let's pray. Dear God, by your grace and mercy we are saved. Thank you for your unconditional and never-ending love. Help us that we can have an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. i uh-huh.